We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, Sarah, another day, another DeAndre Hopkins to Baltimore rumbling, and this time it comes by way of a former player via the Pat McAfee Show. Yeah, former longtime Cincinnati Bengal Adam Pacman Jones. He has been all over this from the jump, having detailed the five teams that were in on Hopkins back in March, which turned out to be accurate. And now... He's at it again. I'm Bobby Trossett alongside my co-host, Sarah Ellison. It's Wednesday, April 19th, and this is your morning Ravens update from Inside the Vault. I've got even more new figures on Lamar Jackson's contract, and Deshaun Watson reveals his conversations with Lamar. Plus, the Ravens reportedly hosted a standout outside linebacker from Georgia who's projected to be a first-round selection in next week's 2023 NFL Draft. We have all of that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important news in about 15 minutes. All right, Bobby, the DeAndre Hopkins to Baltimore buzz, it just won't go away. And Tuesday brought us yet another rumbling, suggesting that the Ravens are still a player in the D-Hop sweepstakes. Yeah, and this latest rumbling comes just days after two other separate rumblings, which we've covered from former NFL executive Michael Lombardi and current Eagles corner Darius Slay, who was nearly a Raven earlier this offseason. Just in case you need to be reminded as to what these two guys said, here you go. I was told reliably by somebody who's involved that Lamar told them in a conversation, get Hopkins and get Beckham, and then we can talk. And the club went back to them and said, look, we can't get Hopkins and Beckham. We just can't get both. We can't afford both, but we'll get one of them. And they got Beckham. So they can't. Get, DeAndre Hopkins is an interesting story, right? So DeAndre Hopkins is available. And, but the problem with DeAndre Hopkins is he would be great with Lamar. Not because he's got great speed, because he's exactly what Lamar needs. Someone, you throw the ball anywhere in his area, he's going to catch Reliable, it. Reliable, safety blanket, And he can run it after the catch. You know, he's always covered. He is always covered, but he always catches it. And so, but he wants a raise. He wants more money. And so I think what the Ravens decided was, okay, we can get Beckham. And I think that's why you see the overpayment for Beckham. Because they felt like, okay, this is our way to kind of bridge ourselves to Lamar. I heard a lot of other news, but I'm going to keep them news to myself. That's probably want to go over there too, but... I heard a lot of other stuff people want to go over there, but we go stay tuned. And, I, and if I'm right, I'm going to tell y'all I was right. But I'm going to let y'all just 
sizzle y'all little spirit with that one yeah so we should note that it's obviously unclear who or what slay is referring to specifically in that clip from his podcast but given the timing of all of this noise it makes you wonder what the ravens front office is up to behind closed doors and let's not forget that Baltimore was reportedly very much interested in acquiring Hopkins prior to Houston's trade with the Cardinals, which set D-Hop to Arizona in 2020. Absolutely. And all of that is well-documented if you've been following along closely. And obviously, we all know that Lamar hasn't even come remotely close to playing with a playmaker like Hopkins on the outside over his first five seasons in the NFL in Baltimore. But now that you have some context, let's fast forward to this week when Adam Pacman Jones, the former longtime Cincinnati Bengal, who of course the Ravens saw a lot of over the years in division, he had this to say when asked for the latest on his close friend, DeAndre Hopkins. Our sources said, um, we had already talked about this. I think they was one of the teams that was in the lower cut, um, but it's a... It's a our sources said that that might can happen. It's a couple. It's one more of the team up there that he missed. Mm-hmm. What team's that? Um, the team Baltimore. on his shirt. No, Baltimore. Ooh. Oh, really? Baltimore in the game. My, my sources said that that might can still happen. So if you're out there wondering, you know, wait a second here. Why am I trusting Pac-Man sources when it comes to DeAndre Hopkins? First of all, I'm sure you're not alone in that sentiment, but. I did some digging and found that Pac-Man's, like you heard Sarah say earlier on, like he's been all over this offseason story from the jump. And this is him on the Pat McAfee show, which backs that up back in March. My sources tell me that D-Hop is getting hot right now. Okay. Um, Interest is heating up. Interest Mm. is heating up. It's five teams on that list, and we'll start with the Falcons. Um, Falcons need some help. They need wide receivers. Um, I think that can fit. Um, Ravens. I think if uh, okay, if Lamar deal goes and get done, my sources tell me that that might be a landing spot. Okay, um, okay. Hmm. okay. Baltimore Ravens in the game. That'd be wow. huge. Didn't I know that was potentially the case? Source one of the big things are telling us. Our sources is telling us is the Bills. I think it could work. Why? Why couldn't it work? Um, I think he can go to Buffalo one year deal. Um, I don't really think it's about the money with him right now. Okay, um, okay. I think he want to get out. And it's, it's a big thing. He want to win. Definitely want to win and get a shot. So my sources tell me Buffalo can work. I, I like the Raiders, too. <laughs> hey, the they Ra- made a lot Raiders, of plays. The Raiders are, are, are on the board also. But I don't know. I go back and look at the teams, and I know D as a person. I, I le- I'm leaning more toward the Bills or the Ravens. And he was in he, uh, Dallas with Von Miller working out just two weeks. And Von Miller, yeah. assistant GM of the Buffalo of, Bills. Of the Bills. Yeah. So it seems like Buffalo Soldier with at with Von Miller. Uh-huh. With what we're hearing from Pac-Man source says feels like Buffalo Bills fans have a reason to be excited. Mm-hmm. But Falcons fans, I guess, in Ravens fans in. Yeah. Raiders fans should know they're in. in. Anybody else? Patriots fans. Oh, wow. what? What? Uh, okay, we'll we'll revisit this for sure. All right. So obviously, Pac-Man nailed all five teams, and it sure seems like the Ravens are still in the hunt as the draft quickly approaches. Now, Bobby, I've said this before. I've been doubtful that Eric DaCosta could get both OBJ and Nuke, but even I have to admit. When there is this 
much smoke surrounding a Hopkins Ravens trade. There's, you know, there's should there's probably some fire behind it. Now that doesn't mean that Eric DeCosta will for sure get him, but it's becoming increasingly clear that he's trying. Now that leads us up to the next obvious question here, Bobby. How in the heck is this going to be feasible cap-wise in Baltimore if they're really out there trying to make it happen? Well, I'll tell you one thing. It'd be super feasible if Lamar were to sign an extension, right? We both know that. Like That way they could manipulate his 2023 cap hit to free up all kinds of space as opposed to currently having over $32 million occupied thanks to that non-exclusive franchise tag. But there are plenty of other ways, and according to Over the Cap, Baltimore currently has just north of $3 million in cap space. And as we've covered in recent days, if the Ravens were to take on Hopkins' contract as is right now in Arizona, they'd be committing to his $19.45 million base salary for 2023, which obviously would put them well north of the cap. Now, is there wiggle room there, given the reports that detail the Cardinals' perceived willingness to eat a portion of that number? Perhaps. Now, the Ravens could also free up space by way of restructuring. Top candidates in that category would include Marlon Humphrey and Ronnie Stanley, or they could take a similar approach to these last couple of years on draft night and consider trading a player like, I don't know, maybe Patrick Queen. That would save over $2 million. But my point being this, there's a number of different options on the table if they really wanted to get this thing across the finish line. And one obvious other option which the Ravens have shown this offseason, unlike any time in team history, but there's those void years that you could put on with Hopkins or just come up with a brand new deal altogether. Give him an extension, get a new deal, and then backload it. So, you know, you could do that. But again, the Ravens have used these voids. That's how they fit Odell Beckham Jr. all the way down to a cap hit of 3.9. So, yeah, they could do that with Hopkins too. And as we've noted many times recently, it shows you that, you know, the fact that Baltimore may even be trying to get Nuke on top of OBJ. It feels like the Ravens are all in in 2023 and feel as if they can win right now, assuming Lamar is in the picture this fall. It's really fun right now to watch this. Now, I hate to be a buzzkill. The only issue is that they are kicking the cash down the road. And those bills will come due down the line. And PFF's Brad Spielberger recently tweeted, Los Angeles is feeling the effects of using void years and kicking things down the line. They're feeling that right now. And granted, they got a Super Bowl out of it. Who knows if the Ravens will. But here's Brad. Here's what he said on Twitter. Quote, after leading the NFL in 2022 cash spending at $282 million, the Rams will now be in dead last by around $20 million for 2023 following the Robinson trade, which the trade I'll get to later, and now they're down to around $162 million. All right, still to come here on The Vaults, more reaction from the national media as they finally learn the real details of what Lamar Jackson has been reportedly offered, and also Deshaun Watson weighs in. Stay tuned. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. So, Sarah, it took several months, but it feels like more and more national media are finally catching up to what you have been leading the charge on here on the vault in terms of what the Ravens offered Lamar Jackson back in September. And I know that this is music to your ears as all these reports and segments start to roll in. Yeah, but here's what's funny. So we have, you know, been a little bit more ahead of understanding what's been going on. But finally, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport, he actually did give one more important number from the Ravens supposed contract to offer back in September. And this number I had not heard before. He gave it to the Pat McAfee show. Now, uh, we hadn't heard anything about cash flow, which is an extremely important metric for quarterbacks because, again, I've said this before, usually these deals, these long-term deals, they're redone after the third year. So in addition to fully guaranteed money, the cash flow given out early in these deals is a major talking point in negotiations. Okay, with that context, let's go to Rappaport. He revealed that after just one year of Lamar's offered extension, he would have received $87.63 million. Bobby, that blows away his career earnings up to this point. And for comparison... Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts, he will get $60 million after year one. So Lamar Jackson, after just one year, would get $27.63 million more. Okay? When Rappaport gave that information to the Pat McAfee show, both Pat and Pac-Man Jones had this reaction to it. That's still a f- Ton of money, ton, shitload, ton of. But he's got hundred what eleven coming. But like, yeah, this, yeah. this we was talking about fifty million dollars for quarterbacks. Now we're talking sixty million dollars for quarterback. To me, new money, you go and get the new money. Yeah, the new cash there for Jalen at sixty, and then 
The Lamar's, Lamar's 87, $87 million? Yeah. So we have run through all the numbers of what Lamar was offered, but I think one thing we really haven't done yet is put them in perspective in terms of how they would have ranked league-wide. So do you have those rankings handy, Sarah? Yeah, I do. So had Lamar accepted that September deal, and again, I'm not saying he needed to, he obviously without an agent got himself what looks to me is a better deal than what uh, Jalen Hurts just got, but this is where it would have ranked just so that people know that the Ravens didn't lowball him. So these rankings are even after the latest Hurts deal. So he would have been number one in year one cash flow, which I just went over, and he's beating that last leader of Dak Prescott with so Dak Prescott was at about 75 million. Then he'd be number three in total money. We know that that was 250 million over five years. He'd be number two in APY, meaning what he would earn each year. Then he'd be number two in full guarantees. And then he'd be number one in practical guarantees only because Deshaun Watson doesn't have practical guarantees. He's, he's just fully guaranteed. So once Rappaport ran through all the different numbers, I'm telling you, Pat McAfee had a piece of paper and pen handy and he was writing it all down to try to finally get it all straight. So once they finally went through all these numbers, this was the reaction from Pat, who is just simply dumbfounded of not understanding why the offer wasn't accepted. So the 2026 was the reason why Lamar didn't like it, you think? Like, why? What do we, what do we think? What do we think Tell me where, uh, dude, tell me dude, where. I'm, I'm, I'm going through the same thing. I, I really, I'm just being completely honest. What do you think, Lamar Pat? is not an agent, and his camp doesn't really... You know, sort of, his camp is like him and his mom, and maybe another person. So, to understand why this wasn't something that he would accept or counter, I honestly am not sure. All right, just to answer their question, what Josina Anderson told us on this show is that Lamar Jackson is seeking around two hundred and thirty million in fully guaranteed money, like the Cleveland Browns gave to Deshaun Watson. And turns out, Watson spoke with Cleveland media on Tuesday. And he was asked for his thoughts on Lamar seeking a deal similar to his. Yeah, I mean, I, I reach out to Lamar all the time. We we talk through, you know, text through Instagram. We don't really talk about the business side, you know, because that's that's his space. That's his privacy. Um, you know, from outside looking in, you know, I hope he gets what he wants. Uh, you know, I'm, like I said, I never talked to him about it, so I can't speak on, you know, his, his business side. Uh, but, you know, he's a great player, and he's going to be, you know, if he's back in Baltimore, he's going to be special for them. And if it's somewhere else, then he's going to be special for that organization. You know, he's a talent that the NFL need. And uh, we love to see him watch and watch him play unless we're playing against him. Uh, but you know, I hope he gets what he what he wants and what he deserves. And I think he deserves all. And, I mean, everything, all of it. All right, Bobby. We are just under ten days out from the 2023 NFL Draft, and the Ravens continue to crank out top 30 visits this week. Uh, Boston College standout wide receiver Zay Flowers reportedly popped into the castle on Monday. And now, according to NFL reporter Aaron Wilson, we're learning that a big-time outside linebacker stopped in as well. Yeah, and that's Georgia's Nolan Smith, who's a projected first-round selection by many experts out there. And while it's obviously far from guaranteed that he'll even be available on the board when Baltimore gets on the clock at 22, Perhaps he'd qualify as a best player available candidate if 
for some reason he were to fall. ESPN's Jordan Reed has Smith's player comp as Eagles outside linebacker Hassan Reddick. And former NFL running back Ladanian Tomlinson raved about him in a recent NFL Network hit. I'm looking at Nolan Smith, guys, fast rusher out of Georgia. Most people project him to be that 3-4 outside linebacker type rusher. And another guy that's already there, Hassan Reddick, they're basically the same type of player, the same size. And this guy, Nolan Smith, with a little bit of teaching and a little bit of guidance from the veterans, he can excel and play at a level that possibly where he becomes a Pro Bowl, all-pro type of guy because he has the speed to rush. He has the hands, the agility to, um, you know, uh, split uh, double teams and make things happen. I really like this kid. He's just going to need a little coaching, but I think he can excel at the end of the day. And Sarah, before we jump to quick hits, next week we're going to be knocking out a ton of draft coverage, including our monthly mailbag episode. And what we want to know is this, your top five needs, if you want to do top five players, as well as top five positional needs for the Ravens entering draft night, then great. We're looking for it. We'll give you ours next week, but Here's Jonas Schaefer's, as he detailed in a recent piece published on the Baltimore Banner. He's got one, cornerback, surprise, surprise, two, wide receiver, three, interior offensive lineman, a.k.a. someone to compete to be the starting left guard. I think a lot of us hope that that's Ben Cleveland, but we'll see. Four, outside linebacker for depth purposes, and five, defensive line insurance, and as always, Hit us up with your top five, whether it's, again, positional needs and or specific players uh, via email at BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com, and we'll get to as many possible submissions as we can next week. And before we fly, some other quick news items, beginning with Lamar Jackson, who, while he's not at the Ravens' voluntary workouts in Baltimore, which makes sense, seeing as he's not even under contract, that doesn't mean number eight isn't getting the work in because he is in his own home state of Florida. He posted an Instagram story from the gym saying that his trainer has him working like he's in the Marine Force. Also, the team put out a statement about the passing of former Raven Chris Smith. It read... We are extremely saddened to learn of Christmas passing. Chris made a big impact by the way he treated people. His smile, caring nature, and positive attitude were courageous. We extend our love and support to Chris's family. May he rest in peace. Elsewhere, the Steelers traded for Rams wide receiver Allen Robinson for basically pennies. The two teams basically swapped seventh round picks according to ESPN's Adam Schefter. Also, Bills GM Brandon Bean said that safety DeMar Hamlin, who suffered that cardiac arrest during the Bills-Bengals Monday night football game, well, Hamlin has been cleared by medical professionals to resume full football activity. Good for Hamlin. And finally, this was a super fun moment for when Shannon Sharp went on the New Heights podcast with Travis and Jason Kelsey. Of those three Super Bowl teams, the Broncos, Ravens, those teams, if they go at it, who's winning? Which team I'm on? 
Well, now nah, I don't even know how to. <laughs> that settles that. I will say this: that Ravens defense, the oh Ravens team was so notorious because of the personality. But, but you can't play defense like they played back then. Right. If you go back and look, they played four playoff games and they gave up three. 10, 3, 7. Can't do it anymore. And the 7 came on a kick return. If you go back and look at it, was like punt, 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 pick, punt, pick, punt, fumble, punt, pick, punt, punt, down. Yeah. If your quarterback finished the game, you can consider you won because they was knocking your quarterback out. Wow. <laughs> they, they knocked your quarterback out the game. Yeah. That's football right there. Yeah. Bring, Bring back that. They gave up 165 points in 16 games. Oh, That's my gosh. Crazy. One game they gave up. Uh, opening drive, I think it was the Cleveland. Mm-hmm. They had like several shutouts. They gave up 86 yards in the opening drive. They gave up 15 yards the rest of the game. 15? Can you imagine how demoralizing that would be? I mean, scoring 10 points, period, is already demoralizing. I can only they imagine. How many yards we got this half? Uh, 15. Yeah, we got 15. <laughs> what? <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Morning Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our content, please consider joining one of our membership platforms by visiting patreon.com forward slash Ravens Vault Podcast. As you probably know by now, we've been betting on ourselves by creating content independently from any big broadcast station or corporation. And with your membership support, you'll help us keep churning out daily Ravens content for years to come. And a special shout out to two of our returning patrons, Kurt Pfeiffer and Jameson Helfrick. We'd love to hear from everyone, whether you're a patron or not, with comments, questions, or if you'd be interested in advertising. You can reach us by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And that is all the time we've got today. But be sure to mark your calendars accordingly on Thursday, April 27th at 8 p.m. Eastern. We will be live streaming across all our social platforms to cover opening night of the 2023 NFL Draft from the Ravens' perspective.